Hey everyone, welcome to the music podcast with Dave and Neil. Uh, we're in an undisclosed location. It's an outdoor venue, which is fun, uh, but very stoked to be uh, joined by Royal Blood Mike. But you, you don't remember this. We said this off air before, but this is your second time on the podcast. So welcome back. Round two. Yeah, you had no idea, but that's okay. I'm, uh, I don't have a very good memory, yeah. and particularly of last year. Yeah. I don't remember the entire year, basically. Well, you know what's funny is like I, I was watching that interview back, um, and you said somewhere in that interview, for the next 12 months, like we are just flat out. Like I don't think you even got to go home for a year. And that was what, last? I think it was last April or May. So yeah. I guess to summarize, how has the last 12 months been for you? Yeah, very wild. We, um, it's flown by, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, we've just been all around the world um, playing these songs. And uh, it's just, I, I actually have, I've had more fun this time around than last time. I think I feel more, I've felt more kind of settled in the band and feel more confident in the band mm. than the first time round and um yeah i just i don't know i've just i've taken it in a lot more um it's been uh, it's been brilliant we can talk about the music in a second but again working off the last interview you told us you would just come out from coachella and your mum had hung out with brad pitt did yes. that happen again this year um, did you even go to coachella my mother actually met brad pitt at glastonbury glastonbury sorry that's my bad yeah um, so now my memory shit um that has not happened again, <laughs> but Glastonbury hasn't happened again. Yeah. So who knows? How, are, you, are you doing Coachella? Or did you do Coachella, sorry? We didn't do it, no. Yeah. You didn't get to go as a fan, even? Um, no. Wh- where was I? It was only like last week, wasn't it? You were probably in I was Brazil. Probably like <laughs> yeah. getting ready to come here. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been an insane couple of months. You know, if, if you look on you know, Royal Blood's Instagram, for example, like obviously you guys are in a new country, it seems, every week. But as well as your headline shows, you've supported the likes of Queens of the Stone Age and The Killers. How has that been for you guys? Amazing. I mean, um, particularly um, The Killers show was amazing. We did one gig Mm. with them um, in Peru, which was, yeah, I mean, fantastic. They're obviously a great band and amazing live show. Um, But the Queens of the Stone Age tour, that was like, that was a serious, like, proper long tour. done a bunch of dates and we, we actually have some more coming up yeah. Um, but yeah that was like a well, one of the most fun tours I've ever been on um, just in terms of like the shows are amazing and their fans have kind of embraced and accepted us and and so did so did the band actually and we just yeah we just had a really fun time yeah as a support act do you get a lot of FaceTime with Queens of the Stone Age is there a lot of heavy drinking involved um th- we do drink yeah <laughs> admittedly I think admitting it's the first stage yeah, right yeah I'm doing well <laughs> um yeah I mean they uh it's not like we're the support act and they're the headline it's like to them it's just like one big party sure you know? and um it's quite rare that you have the support of the headline acts kind of coming in your dressing room before you go on mm. and doing shots with you and and they would watch our show like Do they every, give you tips? every night. No, they try and put us off of him. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I mean, we know as well, you, a couple of years ago, you backpacked through Australia, right? I did. So I guess I don't need to tell, ask, have you been sightseeing? You know the spots. Yeah, I'm not Enough. an expert, but yeah. How, yeah. how well do you know the, the live music venues around here? Um, Oxford Arts Factory is like... Mm-hmm. As far as my memory goes, yeah, I mean... that's just around the corner as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great venue. Um, but 
I'm so bad with this kind of stuff. Like, no, because I mean, this is what I want to talk to you about. It's it's pretty incredible. Like, last year you were here and you did that one-off show in Sydney. You did Metro Theatre. Uh, yes. And, yeah, yeah. and tomorrow night you're playing Horton Pavilion, um, which. Again, if you're not aware, it's a much bigger venue. I've been there, actually. Yeah. I, I actually saw Queens played there not long ago. Yeah, that was there and when they uh, played Splendour, yeah. I think why I was here. What was I doing? Oh, yeah, we did Splendour. You Splendour, yeah. That's <laughs> awesome. There you go. It's all coming together. But is it, is it, that's pretty incredible, right? As far as, like, how have your Australian fans responded to you in 12 months? I mean, you guys were here last June. Yeah. And now you're back in April, and you're playing bigger venues, bigger crowds. Yeah. How, how are you guys receiving that? It's, it's, yeah, it's kind of hard to get your head around, especially when you kind of remember how far away you are from home um, and also for me like having lived in Australia for a little bit it's um, it, it kind of I don't know it feels it feels really special actually it feels like almost like a second home if you like because I did kind of live here and seeing like the band grow over, over here as well has been has been amazing and I don't know I just think I just, I just really enjoy being here. Mm. I think I'm going to move here. I, be, I was saying to Ben the other day, I was walking along Bondi and Bronte Beach and I was just like, what am I doing in my life? I need to, <laughs> I need to be here. This is amazing. What were you, where were you living and what were you doing when you were backpacking? Um, I spent a lot of time on the Gold Coast, mm-hmm. um, which was funny. Um, I'm a terrible surfer, so I didn't really fit into an interview. Yeah. But I, yeah, I just kind of, um, how old was I? Probably 20, 21. And um, yeah, I just wanted to get out of England like everyone does at that age and wants to just explore a bit. And um, yeah, I just I had a really good time and I I knew that I'd, I'd want to come back at some point, but I just never thought it would be mm. in, with the band. You know, are there, are there stops or people you, you have to check out when you do come back to Australia? Um, you know what? I used to live in Chugan. Where's that? Chugan? Uh, Chugan, yeah, which is like near Coolangatta. Okay. No, no, I know where Colin Gatter is. That's the start. Yeah, yep. so I'm definitely, like, going to go, if I get the chance, like, go back there and, like, try and find some some old some old friends. Yeah. See if they, like, remember me. Yeah. I mean, obviously, last year you were here for Splendour. This year you are here for Groove and the Moo, uh, another big festival. This time you're one of the headline acts. Have you have you seen the lineup for this one? You know what? I haven't seen the one for this one, though. No. Shit. Okay. Well, the, who's there? There's, there's Vera Blue. There's Paul Kelly. There's uh, Portugal the Man. Oh, brilliant. Um, Winston Surfshirt. Uh, TK Maidza. Who Am I missing anyone big here? <laughs> uh, there's, there's a lot. Yeah, but I mean, this is another big festival. And again, it's, it's really cool to think that last year you were on Splendor Card and now you're one of the headline acts for Groove in the Moo, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm amazed anyone wants to come see us, to be honest with you. So, uh, yeah, to be um, included in that lineup is, is, yeah. is special. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I know, obviously, you've been touring the second album uh, non-stop. Is this way too early to talk about new music for the third album? Have you guys even considered it? Are you, have you already started writing? Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've started writing a little bit. I mean, we, over this whole campaign, I think we've had three weeks off, and that's including, wow. like, Christmas. So, Do you go home then? And no, no, family? not really, no. What do you do? I shouldn't say that because that means people are going <laughs> to rob my house. When was um, the last time you saw your family? I actually managed to see them two weeks ago. That's good. Which is, um, but I hadn't seen them in a very long time, yeah. Do they we get tend- bitter? Like, oh, hey, Mike, thanks for coming home, buddy. <laughs> um, no, they're cool, they're yeah. cool. Yeah, I, I get on very well with my family, so. Yeah. That's very good, but uh, again, new music. Are, are, yeah. we, are we working on it? Are, are we? I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. yeah, I was actually working on it before I got here. As in, like this directing it? Yeah, in my hotel room. Yeah. So where are we at in the in the writing process? Are we just writing lyrics right now? Are we doing? 
it's I don't know it's just, I'm just slowly kind of getting it going and exploring at the moment yeah. it's, early, it's early stages but it's very exciting do you have any deadlines for yourself are you putting pressure on yourself to, to come out with something soon or is it just as it comes I mean if it was my way I'd, it would be out now yeah <laughs> but um, who knows yeah there's no I mean there's no deadlines there's mm. no um, there's no rules in this in this mm. game so um, it'd be great just to get get straight on it I mean our touring kind of finishes up um, in end of the end of June I think we're kind of done to be honest with you yeah um mainly because I, I, I want to get back in, into new music and dedicate time to that yeah um, rather than kind of being like here we are again yeah. like, with you, the same record do you, you know? just head back to the UK and just chill out for a couple of weeks even months I think the last show that's going to be Iceland so, and it's on my birthday nice so I think the plan we're going to stay there for a couple of days yeah and have a like treat ourselves to a bit of a yeah Icelandic spa holiday <laughs> yeah and drink uh, what's that drink Brennevin have you had that before never what is it? Is it like, is, um, it, is it beer? Or is it shots? It's um, <laughs> it's a schnapps. Okay, which that's has fancy. like caraway in it. Yeah, and it's lethal. It's it's truly truly. It's one of those like where you have like one shot and you're already belted. Yeah, it's like one shot and you you want to fight. Jeez, okay, and well, then you do drink responsibly, people. But I mean, what what do you do as far as like getting your downtime in? Do you get to stay in touch with what's going on? Do you Netflix a lot? Um, I'm not that in touch with anything. I like to cook. That's like yep. my thing. Okay. So like my favorite thing to do when I go home is go and buy loads of seafood and then like just cook all day. Yeah. Do you cook here? Can you cook here? I there's no there's no there's no way for me to kind of <laughs> just to, knock to on the hotel doors. That. Yeah. Just walk downstairs. That would be good. Yeah. I do miss it. That's the I, I think it's the independence thing I miss. You know, mm. it's um, when you're on when you're on tour, you kind of become an idiot because you're always just being like following someone and being told where to go and mm. everything's on a schedule so you kind of remember like the first time I went to an airport on my own the other day I was like what do you do again <laughs> it's like, like a child I'm a spoiled With the whole, child the, yeah. the check-in service get the sticky tape yeah I've just lost case. all of those skills yeah. I, I was like um, elf in, in New York you know <laughs> Will Ferrell movie very funny yeah. movie it, but is it is it surreal for you now I mean like obviously we, we joke about going to some, like an airport but you know, you did backpack through here and now you're here as a as a touring musician. Is that a, a pretty weird feeling when you look around? Like, you know, there are plenty of hostels around the city and you think, holy shit, a couple of years ago I was in this. Like, Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I count myself pretty lucky, to be honest with you. Um, you know, most people don't even ever get to come here. So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, um, it's the same. Whenever we do a show, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, it always trips me out. It never, it doesn't get old. Mm. Yeah. Um, I guess from here on out now, now that you're, you're wrapping up in June, uh, you're talking about writing some new music. Is this is this the game plan for the next 18 to two years? Just write, record? Yeah, I mean, like, no one's telling me to do this. It's just, like, what I love doing, you know? And um, I, think, I think there's something quite inspiring about touring, actually, that kind of feeds into music and makes... I basically like I want to write more music so I can stay on the road because mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is what I, we love playing live and I think so touring doesn't get draining for you um no no it's wow. I just I, I love doing it you know yeah um and the the premise of our band really is to play live I think records we make the first two albums I, I, I believe that really the purpose they serve is that you come and see us look it kind of gets you into the show sure it's like a gateway yeah um, yeah this is 
I mean, I've, we've always loved playing live and together. So, um, yeah, to get to, like, live your life like this and make it a part of what you do is, like, I never think of it as touring or a job. I just mm. think I'm getting to do what I love every day. Sure. Touching on the on the new music as well, do you give yourself expectations? Because, obviously, the first two albums have been really well-received. We all know the Royal Blood sound now. Are you, are you kind of sticking to that trend or are you going to chuck a Jared Leto and bring out a, an electro album? Um... I'm uh, the place I'm at the moment is like it's weird for us like our, I think this kind of success we had on our debut album is the kind of success like most bands have like on their third or their fourth if it happens mm-hmm. so we're kind of in a rare situation where not only were we faced with the difficult second album but also it was off the back of like a freaky, freakishly successful yeah. debut. So I think through the process of making and recording the second one, I kind of realized like you can't, you get to a T junction, I think where you go, I'm either gonna make music for myself or I'm going to try and appease these expectations of, of the people that follow us now and are fans of us. And, um, I'm just more on the side of making it for myself, really, and I'm, and that's what we did on on that lot on this record. And I think now that it's done and it's made, this next record is going to be like the most indulgent <laughs> record we've ever made. I think it's going to sound. It's I always like to say to myself, like if you if you were if I was 16 again, like what rec- what and I had like the knowledge I have now, and I was the same musician I am now mm. like what would I do what would I make and I think that's the kind of record I'm going to make next if we're, if we're thinking about 16 year old Mike then who are your inspirations like you know as far as an album that you want to hear an artist that you would aspire to sound like is there a particular sound there's so much I love I mean I'm just I love music really in general so it's it would probably be dodgy if I invited all of those yeah. things in but I mean I, I grew up playing the piano and for me like the Beach Boys and Queen and T-Rex I like yeah they're like in my veins you know so maybe it's going to sound like the three of those things combined but we're never going to expect a, a full on hard out dubstep electro royal blood album that just I mean <laughs> that it doesn't that doesn't really move me yeah you know that's not what really gets me going yeah you know I think we definitely have like our own sounds which which um, is cool you know um, but there's also a point where I, I, I hate the idea of becoming a kind of cartoon of mm. myself and, and being, I hate the idea of someone being like his like good old raw blood. Yeah, sure. You know, like, you know what you're going to get. Yeah. You know? So I think um, it's, that's why evolving is so important. You well, know? I think that's what, you know, speaking before about Queens of the Stone Age, they did that really well with their latest album. Like, you know, it was kind of described as a more dance album. Like, it, I mean, it wasn't dance music, but it was about as dance as rock can get. And obviously they work with Mark Ronson. Mm-hmm. Uh, are working with people that are outside that comfort zone always an option? Yeah, I think it's a really healthy way to be creative and, and progress because it's a, it's about being uncomfortable, you know. I, I felt kind of uncomfortable making the, our debut record, you know. Mm. I, I didn't... I didn't really like singing. I felt uncomfortable hearing my own voice. Mm. Um, I'd never really performed in front of anyone singing before when it like, when it first started. I mean, 
Um, How quickly do you get over that? Because, you know, you're performing in front of thousands of people a night. Now. Yeah, I mean, I had a crash course in that. <laughs> do you still get nerves or anxiety before you hit the stage or is it just now it's just easy? Um, I wouldn't say nerves. I do. I mean, there's always an excitement and uh, an energy before going on stage. But yeah, nothing kind of crippling. Yeah. Well, Mike, thanks so much for coming by. Thank you. Um, good luck with Groove in the Moon. Good luck with the headline shows. Thanks a um, lot. Check out the gig guide for all the dates. Uh, Mike, thanks so much, man. Nice one.